What's going on, FA Nation? John Pemba here with James Grande. It is the Fantasy Line NBA DFS podcast recording here on Thursday evening for Friday's nine-game main slate. James, the NBA returned from the All-Star break on Thursday with seven. I did the playbook for that one. Uh, you are doing the playbook for Friday's nine-gamer, and uh, we got big news on this nine-game slate, James. We have the debut of James Harden with the Philadelphia 76ers, listing him on DraftKings at $10,900, facing off against a Timberwolves team that draws the unlucky straw there, I guess. A few teams, back-to-backs to open the break. Kind of kind of rough draw there. Definitely a rough draw, but at the same time, like, probably refreshed. Probably the best time of the second half to have a back-to-back because they're nice and refreshed. Like those back-to-backs down the end of the season are, I think they're going to be pretty brutal. Definitely a tough draw. Definitely exciting to see James Harden, truthfully though, John. Like I'm excited to see how him and Embiid play off each other because I'll say it, we're both, we both root for teams that are in the thick of the Eastern Conference Mm -hmm. race. And we both root for teams that think we have a chance at the Eastern Conference Finals and, and potentially a champion, especially with how much parity there is this year and how much parity there is out West with the Lakers not being the team we thought they were and Chris Paul going down and whatnot. If James Harden is as good as he was in Houston, we all are screwed because Embiid is currently the favorite to win the MVP. So now you put a former MVP next to him and that's scary. So it's can't like we were talking about it last night. There wasn't a one matchup that we were like super excited about on Thursday slate. This is can't miss TV. Even though it's the Timberwolves on the other side, this is can't miss TV. James Harden's debut. Yeah, no knock on Minnesota. I mean, Minnesota, we talked about this the other day. Shocking to see the turnaround that they've had right. this season. I mean, yeah, they're only a couple of games over 500, but they're in a playoff spot. They're winning right now against against Minnesota, against Memphis, rather. They're one of the teams that it's Minnesota, Phoenix, and a team we just talked about, the Thunder, and the, who else? Is it just them three? Minnesota, Phoenix, and yeah, and the Thunder, just some three. So those are the three teams that are on back-to-back for this one. Thunder, Minnesota, and the Phoenix Suns. And James, be still my heart. We have game totals. Tons of them. All of the games. Tons uh, of them. A rarity for this podcast, given the state of the NBA. But we do have all game totals. We have a slate-high 228.5 Houston-Orlando that I am seeing. Philadelphia-Minnesota's at 227. New Orleans Phoenix at 225, our late night hammer. We have the Los Angeles Clippers against the Los Angeles Lakers, 223 uh, game total there with a one point spread. Yeah, it just goes to show you Minnesota Philly. More, what more do you want? Like can't can't miss TV, man. Can't miss TV. Slate high in points. James Harden debut. Uh, everything you want is in that game. Yep, I uh, agree with you there. Actually, even the game kicking off the slate, I. I Missed the 226 there. So it's nice. A lot of close spreads here as well. New Orleans, Philadelphia, Phoenix is giving seven and a half to Pelicans, but that one seems maybe a little bit suspect there with the way McCollum has been playing lately for New Orleans. And then the Pacers are giving seven. Pacers are giving seven to the Thunder here. Seems questionable (laughs) given the two teams there and the Thunder's ability to cover spreads, but they're getting seven on a back-to-back. So that's what we got going on in terms of matchups and spreads. So why don't we just jump into the positions here, James? Sink it off at the point guard spot. We got Luka Doncic, $11,800 going up against Utah. We got the aforementioned James Harden at $10,900. We have DeJounte Murray at $10,800. LaMelo Ball's at 9-6. And SGA, Shai Gilgis-Alexander returning tonight. 
did not miss a beat over to 31, I think, or 30 actual tonight against Phoenix. He's at 9K. So that's our 9K and above tier for point guards here. 32. So you were close. 30, 31, 32. Shout out Bob Barker. So Luca 11.8 is obviously expensive, but I think we can go there. I don't think you'd have a problem with it. I don't. I know Utah's a player on the slate, by the way. Yeah. And I, you know what? Like, yes, Utah is a great defensive unit. Okay. Look what Luke is doing right now. It just doesn't matter. Like, he's just destroying everybody in sight. So I'm okay with going Luca. I'm okay going Harden. It's not my favorite play, 10 9. I think it's a lot of people are going to be wait and see on how he fits this lineup. But also, that's going to get him at low ownership. So if you want to play hard in a low ownership, that's your that's your ticket. I'm not going to play DeJounte at 10-8, even though it's a good matchup. I just don't think that he's... I think we like him when he's under 10K and hovering around 10K. Now we're hovering around 11K. I don't love it. I like LaMelo quite a bit. Um, Does it surprise you that's only a two-point spread that game, given what Washington's kind of playing with? Yeah, and they already ruled out Porzingis. So, like, right. definitely a little interesting uh, to see that. But, like, the Spurs aren't... I guess the, the record-wise, they're actually right next to each other. But yeah, the Spurs aren't good. On paper, I feel like the Spurs are way better than what the Wizards are going to put on the floor. They also traded Derek White. They're just, like, not as good anymore. Yeah. Like, they just, they have, like, a good young nucleus, right? They're just missing the star from that lineup. But SGA's fine. 32 actual, like you said, is is uh, in his debut, and Indiana's defense has been atrocious. So I'd be willing to go there. It's more of a contrarian play for me, but I'd be willing to take a shot at him in tournaments. I- I guess I unintentionally skipped over him, but I went Booker, Booker. double double yeah. tonight. So, where does he rank in that grouping for you? Then, listen, we talked about it last night. This is his march to 10K, right? So he was 8800 last night, 9200 tonight, coming off a double. Now, next time they play, he could be 96, 97. Like if he goes us another big game, he's number one. He's your he's your number one point guard. Yep, he's my number one spend up at point guard. What like? What do we need? What does he need to do to like? I I get it that it was a good matchup against OKC, but New Orleans is a good matchup. Yeah, CJ McCollum defense. <laughs> I know they're starting McCollum Booker this evening, and again, definitely aided by six steals, no question about it. But twenty five points, twelve assists, five rebounds, six steals, sixty plus fantasy points. What? And he's the cheap in other than SGA. He's the cheapest on the board. You have to assume the steals come back to earth, right? Progression okay. there is 25 points. The the floor, no, that or is 25 points the ceiling? No, that's the floor for Devin Booker without Chris Paul. So and the uh, fact that they're starting Cam J, who's an offensive player, like the re, sort of replace Chris Paul. And I wrote this up in the playbook. I said that when Booker sat, they started Cam Johnson, and right. Cam Johnson played a bunch of minutes when Paul went out. Everybody looked at Aaron Holiday, had a good game tonight off the bench. Booker playing point guard, they have plenty of guys that can score the basketball around him still. So I think those assists are going to be legit. So I'm with you. I think Booker is my top guy of that above 9K grouping. Luca for short, probably number two, just because yep. of it is. I don't know if I'm playing uh, hard in it all, though, because I want to see see what happens here. Well, that's and that's kind of what I was saying. It's like I think 98 percent of the field think exactly like that. Right. It's like we don't know what we're going to see. So why would we try it? But it's also James Harden. What if he goes out and plays 35 and triple doubles? And it's like very like right. And he will have Pat Beverly on him, though. So true. Look, if you're playing 100 lineups, Sean, if you're yeah. playing 20 lineups, what does it hurt to have a couple hard? I'm probably playing three hard in a tournament. Right. You just get a couple in there. If you're making one lineup, completely understand. 
Um, you're probably just pivoting to Devin Booker anyway in that case. But uh, if you're playing multiple lineups, I think you get some exposure to James Harden. Yep, I'm kind of in a, in a full-on agreement with you there as well. Next tier, we have Halliburton at 8,800, but Brogdon probable to play right. in this game. You know, that definitely has me pausing a little bit because we don't know how we haven't seen that yet. We haven't seen what Halliburton looks like next to Brogdon. We've seen what Halliburton looks like next to Fox. Right. You know, we don't, but we don't know what Halliburton's going to look like next to Brogdon. So I'm very cautious with that play. CJ McCollum at 8,600 starting a point guard. 57, 42, 52, 53 fantasy points, the last four for him. So you got to think he is definitely very much in that conversation in that second tier. Westbrook's at 85. Don't love Westbrook. We, we go back and forth on him. Arjax all the way up to 76. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't think I can do that. That's kind of tough. Can I stop you for a second? Yeah. For the Westbrook thing. Sure. So no Anthony Davis. LeBron James questionable. Okay. Would that... But we saw him with no Anthony Davis before. Like, it was... I guess he was also more expensive then, too, right? So... Yeah, 8,500 and potentially no LeBron. I think that matters to some degree. Like, I know... I'm not going to sit here and say that Russell Westbrook has been good by any stretch of the imagination. But, like, he could have just the keys to the castle here by himself. Like, there just might not be any other option. Yeah. Um, I know Carmelo Anthony is potentially back here. I, I think he's listed probable. Which is, we'll get to that, but obviously that's a sneaky little play. Definitely a sneaky play, but I just, I think I'm not going to just, I'm not just going to zoom past Westbrook if there's a potential that LeBron sits too, because it, it really would be him just basically running the show. Fair? Yep, I agree. Okay. That's fine. 8,500 is a good number for him. We talked about our Jacks again. It's just expensive, right? But like... At 7,600. He's, yeah, averaging, little... he's averaging 42 fantasy points against the Lakers. Like, like maybe it's just, I'm not used to, If I guess if you hid the name and looked at the production, you'd be okay, right? 48, 42, 31, 40, the last four. And then you see that he's averaging 42 against the Lakers. It's just, a, it's just not a price tag we're used to paying for him, right? Yeah, and you know what? He has done it in some tough matchups. Like, right? last game was Houston, but 31 fantasy points against Phoenix. And then 42 and 48 against Golden State Dallas. 36 against Dallas the game before. Maybe. We know there's no norm. So, like, I think he'll probably, if you want to get him at low ownership, I think that's something you can do. D'Angelo Russell is cheaper on this slate than he was for Thursday's slate. And, James, I don't know if you've checked back at all lately to see what D'Angelo Russell's up. But he now, with a minute to go, has 37 points, two rebounds, and nine assists against the uh, Memphis Grizzlies a team that he has tormented this year. In the one game against the 76ers, apparently this one went to overtime because he played 44 minutes. He had 60 fantasy points in. So I don't know. I know this is a back-to-back and kind of you worry a little bit about that there. So what are your th- what are your thoughts? He's got 37 and nine right now. So he just has this, he just has this potential. Like he has this monster. He's always had this like crazy upside to him so yeah like i don't hate it in any sense of the word i like the fact that he's cheaper he's cheaper which is no the wild thing to me right like i guess there's nothing that really like scares you either they're bringing in james harden on the other end like that's their backcourts now defensively yes they have thibel but like with an anthony edwards right so you're gonna get harden and maxi i don't 
that's not something that scares me away. So yeah, I do like Russell quite a bit. Tournaments only because it is a back-to-back here, but I do like him quite a bit in, in tournaments. Yep, I'm with you there. Let's see. Colin FA seems a little bit too much. Houston, I guess it's 7K. Uh, again, like not a number. I don't know. Probably no for me, but I could see him in GBPs if you want to go there. He could he could always mm-hmm. he could always pop a little bit. I think just to make matters worse, RJ Hampton is yeah. So just to to muddy up the waters in the backcourt a little bit. Yeah, I agree with you. That's probably even more of a reason to fade him. Not really an Lowry versus the Knicks for me personally. A Schroeder's act is staying with Houston, so KPJ at sixty seven, not a favorite spot of mine. I don't know. Any of these guys, 6K and under, jump out to you? Would you like Schroeder at 53 if he starts again? I don't really like this tier. Maybe Schroeder, but maybe. It's like a very, that's a very lukewarm take on my end. It's not, no. Uh, can I just say no? Yeah. Can we just move, like, maybe Burks under 5K. I know Rose is, he's practiced two days in a row, but Thib said that Burks has been their best point guard option. Yeah. NATO 47. He only played 20 minutes. Only put, yeah, Ish played 27. So, like, mm-hmm. what do we do there? Pick one. <laughs> Pick one. I guess, I guess my next question would be can, do we see camp? So, here's just something, John. Does campaign return here, right? Because we saw campaign. Does that take the ball? But campaign is more of a scoring point guard. So, like, how many both, minutes did Holiday play tonight? Holiday played 24, 24 did you go minutes. Back? Did you, I just don't. I mean, five. Oh, never mind. Like, never yeah, mind. he's five k. He's five k. Yeah, it's out of control. Um, for value, I guess like Luke Kennard is a point guard. Yeah, right? they gave Luke Kennard the the eligibility. Probably that's probably where the value. That's probably the value. I don't see anything else that. What do we, you think of uh, Lonnie Walker's recent minutes? Thirty, twenty six, twenty eight. Yeah, they're not really giving. So actually, not playing. Not even. Not even with the team, or he wasn't with the team. They're not, I think they ruled out Langford. They're like barely playing Richardson. So, yeah, I think if the, all these like new additions are not going to play, why wouldn't we at least consider Lonnie Walker, who's a extremely good value, playing minutes, scoring? We know he can score. So, yeah, I'm with you. I think Lonnie Walker is an excellent value as long as those guys continue to not play. Nope. In case it was in question, we did just get an update that SGA will play on the back-to-back here because he's coming off an extended layoff, so uh, officially good to go. All right, let's go point guard position here. FVG, I guess we did. Shooting guard position here. Sorry, shooting guard position here. All these guys are point guard, shooting guard eligible, so what does it matter? Not running it back at point guard because I know you guys want we us could. to talk more. We'll just more. recover all of these guys. Right. We didn't talk about Van Vliet at point guard, but he's got that big game total against Charlotte. He is questionable, though. I mentioned that because if he sits... Gary Trent at $6,500 would be probably one of the core plays of the slate. Anytime mm-hmm. FEV sits, he just balls out. And he's averaging 40 fantasy points against Charlotte this year. So pay attention to that status. Something you're going to watch for. Our guy, Donovan Mitchell, 8700 He was over 9 k for the two games going into the break. Comes out of the break. Cheaper than he was the last three games. So it's a matchup against Dallas. I know we've talked about them and defensively and the, their pace of play and all that. But one game against Dallas this year, 46 fantasy points. Yeah, this is also a great game, by the way, just like from a basketball standpoint. I don't think I'm going to go there. I think it's an, a contrarian tournament play. Like, okay, I probably if I'm not using Booker in my point guard, I'd probably like find ways to get there or $100 less to, to CJM. So yeah. Don't think we need to go there, but if you're looking for a way to be contrarian, he'll be less than 10% owned. 
Okay. Rozier's a little bit too expensive for me, but he does have a yep. good record against Toronto. Probably game stack play only mm-hmm. um, if you're in there. But then we get to the mid-tier. Like I said, we like Gary Trent for sure. Probably like Gary Trent anyways, but he just gets the bump when Van Vliet's out. So $6,500 sure. against Charlotte in that game environment. What do you do with Buddy Heald with Brogdon potentially back here? The guy isn't playing out of his mind. $6,300. It's the Thunder revenge game-ish narrative if you want to go all the way back. It's a tough thing indiana indiana has so much actually potential. he never played for the thunder no yeah it was the pelicans there's so much weirdness with this indiana team right like everything is could be so weird look i think they're gonna play healed a lot I he think should start gonna, a small forward they're gonna spread i think they're gonna spread the floor with healed that's just kind of like the way rick carlisle plays like he mm-hmm. his offense he spreads the floor everyone can shoot so i i do think i don't think he's gonna go from 40 40 37 39 minutes to like 25 just because Malcolm Brogdon's back. I think they're just going to, he's, they're just going to shift him down to small forward. Okay. Mikel Bridges at 61, I think is the guy that we just like in general. Yeah. Chasing Ubre and GPP is fine at 6K yep. if you want to go there. Malik Monk at 5,600. Hey, man. There's no Davis. Right. So even if LeBron plays, like Malik Monk could realistically be their second option. Could be over Westbrook. And if he doesn't play, or if LeBron doesn't play, he is def- Monk is definitely the second option, possibly the first option offensively. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think Monk's an elite tournament play. I like Pro- probably cat Probably. I don't want to say cash, but, like... <laughs> he's probably core play-ish. He's uh, probably right? core like, play-ish, yeah. He's, right? he's probably core play-ish. If LeBron said yeah. fire him up. You lock and load that. Yeah, so big Monk fans here. Terrence Manson playing really well. He had that one bad game um, against Phoenix, but it's Phoenix, right? Tougher matchup, yeah. and they bounce right back against Houston. Dominated. We know the Lakers suck, so man at 54, no Norman Powell, I think is fine. Denny at 51, Vassell at 5K, both of those guys have been playing pretty well as well. Yeah, I love the minutes. Vassell, I love the minutes. I actually like the talent. I mean, he's a good player. They took him in the first round for a reason. He just needed to develop a little more, and he's developing, so no problem there. And you said Denny, right? Was that yep. the other guy you mentioned? Denny, yep. Yeah, and there's no Porzingis, so look, it's always been about the offense for Denny. If he can score... Like like he has, then he can be a consistent player in the league and a consistent fantasy producer. So as long as we continue to get this type of offensive production, he's going to be viable in fantasy. Yeah, I agree with you there. After that, though, like under 5K, guys, nothing is... We talked about Luke Kennard, obviously, already a little bit. Maybe Quentin Grimes? Barrett, Literally what I was Barrett's on a play, right? So Barrett is questionable. Okay. He The interview he did today said that he is hurting a lot. Okay. when he moves but he's gonna test it out he's been sc- practicing he's been scrimmaging and he's gonna test it out to see if he can play so it's not a great matchup for grimes but like the minutes are in there so the minutes we know the minutes are there and he's gonna take his shots he's gonna mm-hmm. three and d's he's gonna play so I, it's strictly based on barrett i'd love to know what houston's gonna do with their front backcourt now i guess we have no clue gordon's on in the injury report they're keeping true to the fj Allen green the fkpj so i don't know garrison matthews sprinkle in there <laughs> Right, so I don't know. Uh, I have no idea what to do there. Uh, but Lonnie Walker, also point guard, shooting guard. Like, those, those guys are all that we've talked about. They have the dual eligibility there. So, yeah, kind of bump their value a, a tad bit. Uh, small forward, LeBron James is 10-6 against the Clippers. If he's active, how much interest do you have in paying up for LBJ? A lot, because we saw this earlier in the year. No AD, it's like this is when we were playing. This is when he, we were He getting, was playing center, wasn't he? He was playing center, <laughs> and we were getting LeBron – Underowned every single slate, and you and I were 
every single I'm every pod I like have vivid just like like after the pod day goes by slate locks LeBron eight percent okay next day back to back no AD podcast slate locks LeBron five percent okay sixty five mm-hmm. fancy points it's like that's what's gonna happen again isn't it like it's, nobody's especially question questionable tag no AD yeah other spend ups. Devin Booker, Doncic, Harden in debut, LeBron, nine percent. Okay, if LeBron plays, I'm gonna I'm gonna find a way to get him into my lineup. Yeah, I'm kind of in a full on agreement with you there as well. Just a really great spot. You have buckets under nine k. It just feels like a what is what do they got? It's only a four and a half point spread, but a two eleven total. Yeah, it's tournaments tournaments because he can triple double and right. But they got a full team. Like, Harrow's expected back. Lowry's back. Everyone's healthy. So, like, you can... You don't have to, but I, I would say... I would classify him as a tournament play only. Um, just blanket statement. Anybody in Toronto or Charlotte, you can play. So, yep. mm-hmm. um, yeah, not going to go into detail with Bridges. He's fine. I don't know about Ingram, though. Ingram's at 77, but McCollum is just doing too much. Yeah, doing too much. It's not, like, a bad thing that Ingram took 21 shots. He just didn't make anything. Right. And it's not bad that he had five rebounds, eight assists. That's damn good, right? If he makes some of his shots, we're talking about 45, probably like 40, 45 fantasy points. It's just, it's not like the matchup's getting any easier against Phoenix. So right. he's going to have bridges probably on him. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, man. Let's see. Not really in on Edwards. 74 is a low price for him, but he's been, what did he do tonight? But we horrible. know he was horrible. Yeah, five tonight. actual one for 11. So not, he, and he's been dealing with some stuff too. I don't know. Um, Barrett, even if he's active, I don't like it. Trent, we talked about already. Marcus Morris could have a pretty tough spot on his hands if he's dealing with LeBron, but he's been very good lately. So, yeah, we know he could play. We know we could play Marcus Morris in tournaments, but he can get ejected. He might play 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to it's very hard to fully put your faith in Marcus Morris on a given night on a given night. Yep. So tournaments only. I like Franz. It's you. You like him. You like him a little more than me. But it's a good, like, I can't say that. It's, bad. it's a great spot. Like, yeah, I just, mean, he's two games removed from going for 46 against right. them. So I would say it's a tournament happen. play. I would say it's tournaments. He's been very up and down lately. Yep. We've seen, we've gotten the floor and the ceiling in the last three games. Yeah. So then, guys, we've talked about, we talked about Man, we talked about Denny, we talked about Vassell. Any KCP interest? Yeah, moderate. Another guy we've seen the ceiling two games ago when we got the floor the game before the break so i would probably if the phoenix roster is the same friday as it was thursday i would probably play cam johnson over him especially if he's starting again poku favors isn't going to play back to back no favors is no way the old man favors let's see what just decent little line tonight poku did 13 and 7 in just 19 minutes so yeah. yeah and and plus you have to factor in there's 18 minutes up for grabs now that favors is off the floor right yeah i don't dislike poke i don't like the price that much but i do i like the player <laughs> so yeah uh, you also I, like chuma okeki who's also 4700 they're yeah, playing, playing him over bamba. bamba yep they just he's been better because they can play Wendell Carter at center. So what do you think about DFS? He obviously had one bad game against the Clippers, but that's surrounded by a bunch of games of 20 plus fantasy points. Um, I think he's fine. Right. Like I think that the fact that they got rid of Porzingis has opened up a little more offense for him. And 
So like he's would you rather DFS Crowder or Okeke at this like price point? Crowder looked damn good, but can we trust it again? It's a good matchup against the Pelicans. Like I suspect Herb Jones guards Booker or tries to guard Booker or uh, I like Crowder. I would also throw THT in the mix if LeBron sat. Only if LeBron sat, because I think Lamelo or Carmelo Anthony is going to take some minutes away from him. But if LeBron sat, I think Horton Tucker could be in play too. So I would throw him into that little that little quad sure. mix you got there. McDaniel's do anything tonight for uh, the Grizz? He, I mean for the T Wolves. He was in in the first half. Now 16 minutes. They played as a Vanderbilt game. 28 okay. minutes for Randy. All right, let's go power forward then. <laughs> Randall's at 97, but I'm not playing him against Miami, even though he's been very... Probably just, tournament. just tournaments. No Barrett. 58, 61, 56, 62, 55. Right? But it's Bam. Like, he's, he's done oh, that against tough. Brooklyn, OKC, yeah. Portland. Like, you know. Yep. Siakam, again, talked about it. Don't need to talk too much about this Toronto-Charlotte game. You can just play them. Like, he's averaging 54 fantasy points in two games. And he's averaging 41 minutes, not because they're overtime games, because that's what he plays. So just elite spot for him. Kuzma, 89, feels a little too high, but he, he has his games. Love Wendell Carter at 74, maybe one of my favorite on this slate for me personally going up against Houston. I just, I'm just a big Wendell Carter guy. I think we've talked talked a lot about that. If Favors is out, well, I guess not. What did Basley do tonight? I, I should have. Every time I open a box score, ESPN. Hey, Mister, we talked about. I've talked. We've talked about this, and you yeah. said you had an ad blocker. Get that ad blocker back. I, th- I think they like. I think they've like bypassed my ad blocker, and it just like plays. Uh, basically, did nothing. He did nothing. All two right. points. I, the SGA return. Two yeah, points. Twenty-two six shots. Rebounds. Yeah, twenty-two shots. So that's gonna do that to you. So probably Adam Baisley, Keldon, Keldon at fifty-seven. Under 6K, Kelvin, sure. Yeah, they don't play, they don't, yeah, they barely touch his price tag. He got up to 62, he went for 42, they're like, we're knocking you back, Dad. Yeah, thanks, thanks for playing, but come back when you... I like Kelvin a lot, that's a good number. Against Washington, it's a good number, and he's playing, and you know what, they, uh, we joked about it earlier in the year, when Popovich said, like, they, he's just gonna let this guy play, and then he, like, didn't, he, yeah. like, started taking him on the floor, well, he's just letting him play five straight games of 30 minutes, six Six straight games of 30-plus minutes in some of those games. 15-point win, 13-point loss, 11-point. Like, they're just letting them play. Jackson Hayes has been starting next to Valanciunas. Wild. Wild. What is his price? 40. That's good. It's good. I really like that. Doesn't seem like he's going to play more than, like, I think 30 minutes is kind of the cap at this point. That seems like it's not going any higher, but he does a lot of things in in 30 minutes, including foul. So he just got (laughs) to... She's got to stay out of the foul trouble, and he can uh, he can put up a big number. Yeah. So then there are other guys that we've talked about, Carmelo Anthony. I guess, like, P.J. Washington's kind of interesting, right? Because we, we examined this breakdown the other day. They just, like, didn't play Plumlee, right? They Plumlee, played yeah. Washington and Harrell against Miami. And uh, obviously the 15-14 is inflated because the overtime, but sure. I think it was actually He hasn't double. played a ton against Toronto, but it feels like it would be a game where they would play him. They've also just shrunk the rotation recently. That yeah. like this like whole they obviously acquired Harold and then things have just gone off the rails since then like things have just changed so yeah I'm okay with like I'm not in love with it at 53 but I'm also aware of like the game environment you've been talking about this whole time and so I think it's fine. You see Hachimura played 27 minutes the other night. Yeah, finally he should. He's probably their. Is it crazy to say that he's their best offensive player? Active. Yeah, I mean, I think Guzma's their best offensive player. Oh, that's true. What am I thinking? Okay, so he's their second best but offensive player. But there's no thing. So, like, Hachimura should be at least available for another 
25 to 30 minutes, right? So 22 plus in five of six games. Yeah. 4K. Yeah, I kind of like that one. Yeah, I like that one. That's not bad. That's probably it for me, though. I don't see anybody else. If Thibodeau were to tell me Obi Toppin was going to play more, I'd love to play Obi Toppin. But. All right, center position. Embiid's 11-6 against uh, Towns. Town is 10-2 against Embiid. It's a good, look, same thing we opened with about James Harden applies to Embiid. No one's going to play Embiid, or his he's going to be lower rostered because everyone's going to be like, I want to wait and see. What if he goes for, like he did against Minnesota the first time, 42-14? and 14. You're telling me Joel Embiid can't do that just because James Harden's in town? I don't think so. Yeah. He can definitely do that. I said this this offensively. I don't think Embiid is being impacted here. Who's being impacted here is Maxi, Harris. Like, they're not inquiring James Harden to tell Joel Embiid to take the back seat, right? Like, Mm -hmm. the two-man show now here in Philadelphia. So I'm kind of with you. I think it's a good contrarian GPP play because I don't think anybody's going to be really be... I'll be there. I don't want anything to do with Towns, though. I'm not going to play Towns. We talked about CI. Eh, not really. No, thanks. No, thanks. Bam has been good. Too expensive for me, I think. So I'm with you on that one. Uh, I like Christian Wood against Orlando at 79. Just like I like when the card on the flip side of that game. I think both mm-hmm. of those centers are are really strong. Uh, Wood went for 48 fantasy points in that first meeting between the two. Jay Val had 16 and 18 against Dallas, but largely he's been shaky. So I don't know if I want to pay... 78 for him. I like Pirtle at 73. I think that's a good number. Tournaments, yep. Tournaments, right. Do you go back to the Aiton play? I'm scarred forever. You can, man. 1.3 fantasy points a minute. 1.3 fantasy points high, It's actually higher if you take campaign off the floor as well. Like, what is there to dislike about that? It's just, we could talk about it. Oh, would you rather play Aiton or, or Montrezl at 56? It's a good point. I think that people will gravitate to Harrell. Yeah. I and like- I think, I just think people are going to stay away from Aiton. So if you want to go back to the well on a play that is good, that people are going to avoid, and he could go for 50 fantasy points, then I think you could definitely play DeAndre. Uh, yeah, Harrell averaging 26 minutes against Toronto this year as well. So even when he was with Washington, they were kind of liking that spot for him over whatever else they had at the position, be Gafford <laughs> or Brian or whatever. Averaging 13 points and nine and a half rebounds. So we know what Harrell is, but it's been a good spot right. for him. Um, not going to play Mitchell Robinson, but did you see what's going on with him? Apparently his dad, dad is, is missing. missing. Yeah. Kind of. Well, uh, got- yeah, I, I got to wonder and got to wonder if he plays here. Right. That's what, right. that's what I'm thinking, right? Like, he's been missing for 10 days. Hopefully, all the best to the Robinson family. Like, hopefully, he is found soon, and and he's okay. Right. Uh, but it definitely makes you th- think he's not going to play here. I mean, I don't, I don't know. And if he I, does play, like, what's his focus? Or is, like, right. this the distraction to what's going on sure. for him? Like, you never don't want to speculate, obviously. Hard to really to know what's going on there. Right. But just wanted to bring that up to those who are, are listening. Zubak at fifth at 5K. Been hella good. <laughs> He's been very good. Only 23 minutes, but it was a blowout against Houston. He's been playing some good run. But, like, I don't know. If they start LeBron at center, do they play Zubak? Or do they, like, play Covington or something, right? Like, revenge. It's true. It is a revenge game. It's a good point, what you just said. Like, we've seen Zubak. We've seen plenty. We know. We've played a lot of Zubak. He gets iced. Out of the rotation sometimes. So. Very quickly. All of a sudden, Hartenstein's out there for like 30 minutes. You're like, what just happened? <laughs> it's like he had eight. Zubek had eight and four in six minutes. Why is he not playing ever again? Yeah. Tournaments because of that fact. It's a joke, but like also 
real because that might actually happen and you're screwed. But Roby probably starts at center. He had played 25 minutes tonight. It wasn't great. Uh, nine points, one rebound, two assists in 25 minutes. Again, the SGA took 22 shots. So his return obviously is definitely impacting the usage and shot availability. But again, he, he probably starts at center. He's 4,300. So yeah, I'm. If he starts, I'm fine with it. I don't like. It's not something that I love, but it's something. I think what you said about SGA makes a ton of sense. Look at everyone. Basically, look at Roby. Literally, everybody was impacted because SGA just dominates the ball. So I'm okay with it. Just not my favorite play of the slate either. Yep, I agree. That's it for me, though, for centers. You said Covington. I, I Sure. You got me thinking. If LeBron is starting at center, I don't know, man. Something about what you just said. He played 20 minutes in two of the last three. He only played 14 because it was that 30-point blowout game. Right. Right. We don't count on him for scoring. We count on him for everything else. And he gave you 23 and 26 fantasy points in those two those two games where he played over 20 minutes. So this if this ends up being a game where they go small, they play Covington, small ball center at 3,500, and he gives you 25 fantasy points. So you're getting 8x there. So right. All game theory, of course. You gotta. Well, we won't know. It's the late night hammer. But if you see it, play it. That sort of thing. So take a ticket out throw at it. So, but again, that wraps up center for me. Anybody else for you? Anything else on the slate you want to talk about? No, I just want to talk about DeMar DeRozan's uh, turnaround and one with 20 seconds left down one to win the game. And I just want to shout out the uh, MVP of the league one time. Uh, yeah, he was 20. He's plus 2200 as of Friday to win the end. Talked about it on alarm after I was Justin Fenson and he asked me if there was anybody plus a thousand or greater that he would, that I thought had a shot. And he was like, there was nobody really jumping out to him. And I was like, ah, uh, what? Hold that thought for a second here. There's DeMar DeRozan, who's averaging 35 points a game in the month of February. But yeah, there's, he is just 37 points tonight, man. Like it's, uh, he is. And a game winner. And a game winner. And the game winner. Right. So he is just on another level. Yeah. I think there's a legitimate argument for him to win the MVP if, in fact, the Bulls win that division. So, or even win the con- like win the, the first place Eastern yeah. Conference, right? Like, because they're tied right now with Miami, I think it is for the conference lead. So, or now they're a half game ahead, but half anyway, game ahead. And then Miami plays tomorrow and probably wins, but yeah, probably. You never, Julius, shout out Julius Randle and Quentin Grimes. Yeah, we'll see you, dogs. Anyways, so that wraps up nine games. James will be on the playbook. He'll have everything for you. We'll have, obviously, uh, Value Vault starting five. We'll be in the Discord. We'll find us on Twitter. Wherever you guys need us, we'll be here for you to hopefully, again, continue the winning streak coming off of the All-Star break. So for now, James and I will catch you guys later.